Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. So much for your quarterback controversy. Ouch. <laughs> that one hurt. See, you said it. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So much to get to on this show. Niners losing a tough one. Uh, Sunday night football against the Eagles. We'll recap that. Uh, so much for quarterback controversy. We'll talk about that. Me personally, Sunday just wasn't that great. You got the Niners losing. You got the Lakers losing. I woke up not feeling well. Like It was just all kinds of drama like from sun up to sundown. Um, so yeah, that happened and, uh, we'll get into some other things, some other aspects. We've got some injuries to get into, obviously the running game as well. Um, Kyle Shanahan, not very pleased with that. So we'll get into it. A lot to break down, uh, about this one, but first as always, let us remind you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, of course this podcast is low is, Brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you still can be in on the action at Bet Online. So glad I wasn't at that game last night because I would have been pissed. You know how much Niner tickets are going for these days? Anyways, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. Head. To betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and also the fine folks over at Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped just wants you to know that, hey, they're still with the Niners, and you can't control the offensive line play. You can't do anything about your backup quarterback throwing to the opposite color jersey, but you can control your bush. And that's what Manscaped is all about, helping you control that bush, making certain that there, no, there is no one continuing to blow up into flames spontaneously. It's 98 degrees in L.A. right now, and that could happen if you don't take care of Manscaped, if you don't use Manscaped, and they are here to provide you with the best tools for that grooming experience. They will help you take care of your balls. With their safe technology, you don't have to worry about nicks. You don't have to worry about cuts. You don't have to worry about... Anything going wrong with their crop preserver, I mean, there's no chafing. They got it all for you. So because you're a listener of this show, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ERIC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code E-R-I-C. And it's 2020. Manscaped wants you to take control of your front jump. Take control of that trunk and... Make certain that you use their product. Uh, you can hit us up on social media. As always, I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, shout out to Delta Boy underscore 662. Said, I cannot wait for the next podcast to drop. Uh, <laughs> I'm very happy that you're excited about this podcast, especially coming off a loss, right? But, um... 
appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Uh, first off, what did we learn, Ed? After every loss, obviously no game balls to give out. So what did we learn? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. You go right. first. I, 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 I learned there is a quarterback controversy, but it's not with Nick Mullins and Jimmy <laughs> G, but it's with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. Um, there's your quarterback controversy right there, right? Who is number two? Um, I think that's what I learned uh, from this game. What about you? Uh, fear factor is gone. I already, I already said revenge tour was dead, but the fear factor is gone. Um, and that's an important thing when you are trying to be that team, uh, those guys, uh, damn dudes. Um, it's important because, believe it or not, even in this game, because pressure's always there, uh, you either feel it or you're applying it. And there are times where that fear factor, that intimidation factor that the Niners had developed leading up to that Super Bowl last year. And all he talked about was the revenge tour. And you come out here. Yes, I know you have some of your frontline guys down, but that happens in football. You lose guys. Guys are going to get injured. But what is your squad all about? A team came in limping that hadn't won and weren't afraid of you. You didn't, you never knew how to punch them in the face. And that's what I see they are lacking right now. you got to get that swag back if you have any hopes of being the team that you talked about being. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll double up on that one. Um, I, I won't necessarily go fear factor, but I, I think this team doesn't have it. They don't have it. And it's not to say that they won't be able to get it, but in terms of – I hear you talk about, you know, your teams all the time and how you guys are pros and – how it wasn't ever necessarily about the opponent, but it was about you and, and, and about the process and how you guys are going to go about your business. And and just being professional and going out going out there on the field and, and getting the job done. Um, I have not seen that from this team this year. And I don't I, – I, we saw it last year, obviously. They, they, they went out there for the majority of the season and they took care of business no matter who was in front of them. This year, and especially last – especially on the Sunday Night Football game, what I saw was a team that looked somewhat lethargic. And they, it seemed like they just they, – like they needed a Red Bull, they needed a, a, an, express, an espresso, a dose of caffeine, something, right? Something to kick charge them, to supercharge them. Um, and, and they just they just didn't have it. They 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 just couldn't they couldn't have the energy, uh, for whatever reason. And and look, like I, I like I understand. Like everybody has a bad day at work, right? I mean we I mean we go we have our shows sometimes. We're like, all right, well that sucked, right? Like you know my energy was down, or this happened, or that happened, or, or what have you. Um, and, and la and, but but somehow you're able to find a way. The good teams are able to find a way, muster a way, no matter what's going on. They they find a way to kind of figure it out. Um, and, and to make sure they get out of there. Uh, with the win and this team could not do that and I think the telltale sign was a quote that I read that really stuck out to me was from Jalen Mills a defensive back from the Eagles and he said after this game we wanted to be dog tired we had to give everything we had to get this win and it seemed like Philly was hungry man they came all the way out here from the east coast and they just wanted they they wanted it right they went after it um they 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 weren't going to be denied and, and it seemed like the the Niners it seemed as if they figured it was just going to fall right into their lap, and and it it never happened. Um, they they were lethargic, uh, on, on the offensive side of the ball. 
Um, didn't finish drives, couldn't complete drives. Uh, you talk about the three turnovers. That's not characteristic. Uh, that's not championship type football. Um, they just didn't have it. They they just did not have it. Um, and and and, and some some somehow somewhere along the other, they're going to have to find it. And if not, it's going to be it's going to be eight and eight, right? It's okay, gonna, it's going to be five hundred season. Well, now let me let me jump in because you're right; they're very inconsistent, and they've shown that you're two and two. That's I mean that's the epitome of, of inconsistent right now. Uh, what and and last night, so this is this is what I looked at. I didn't see them being lethargic. I saw them; they had a bad day. They had a bad day offensively. Um, I'm not going to beat up, and I, and I was asked on Twitter on Twitter because I said coaching was less than. Um, I said, you know, um, adjustments were less than um, offensive line, less than quarterback play, less than. I didn't really jump on the defense. Defense gave up 18 points. Defense gave up 18 points. You got to win that okay. game, right? Okay. Like you got to win that the defense, game. The defense gave up 18 points. Why should I be beating up the defense? Um, yeah, did, did someone make some plays? Was that that last touchdown? Is That's the case of a guy who's not accustomed to playing in the NFL. He's not accustomed to being on the field. Because you, if you go back and you watch it, you, you know what you're going to see. You're talking about the corner. You're talking about Dante Johnson giving up Dante that. Dante Johnson. Yeah. yeah, so what you're going to see what you're going to see is a guy in position and not expecting the ball to come because he's in position. He's like, I got him covered. Guess what? That doesn't matter in the NFL. I found that out my first preseason game in the NFL. Um, and I, I, will, I will never forget. I will never forget covering Anthony Miller. And I and I literally was thinking, oh, I got this guy. It's not coming. And I and I I turned my head. I heard this whistle, and I turned my head. And when I turned my head to see what the noise was, it was the ball zipping past my head, right into Anthony's chest. And I'm literally in his jersey. But John Elway threw the ball anyway, and I could hear it coming. So he he relaxed, and that's something that you have to fix. But it's not so again he wasn't out of position he just didn't didn't make the play because he wasn't expecting it to come but back to that back to the offensive side of the ball bad day versus a bad team um that defense defensive front's not bad but you but you weren't able to do just what you said find a way to win that game going against a bad team a better team and that's what unfortunately is just the first quarter of the season but a better team finds a way and last year the Niners squad was able to find a way to win even on their bad days like going to Washington last year like five turnovers against the Steelers last year last year perfect example you find a way to win against a subpar team when you are a better team when you start losing to those teams what does that make you so that's where the Niners are right now. So let's stop with the revenge tour. Let's stop with this is a Super Bowl team. No, it's not. This, is, this isn't this is even the second or third best team in the division right now. So stop it yeah. and fix it because you have the talent on the roster. So it's all about a mindset. It's all about finding a way to, to flip it. Now, I don't like what the guy from Philly said that we wanted to be tired, we wanted to leave it all out, well, what the hell were you doing before? <laughs> what did you do well, the other I, three I, days? I took, well, no, I, I just took it as, like, we know that we have to give it our all if we're going to win this game. You know, going to, as you mentioned, they they were down – all their wide receivers, they, they they had injuries all throughout their throughout their roster, and and coming across country and playing on the road, like they felt like 
they everybody had to give every single ounce of energy they could. Um, like they couldn't blink against this Niners team. I think that just goes to the, to the respect that they had for this Niners team in a sense that they could not blink. They had to give it their all, and I feel like they were hungry, and they did that. Whereas the Niners, especially on the offensive side of the ball, they just kind of felt like, okay, things were going to happen, and, and it just didn't happen. I feel like Philly made it happen, whereas the Niners were kind of sitting back and waiting for it to happen, if that's oh, no, they, sense. Well, they made it. They made it happen. Yeah, that, oh, and, that, and, that, and that's that, that's how I, that's how I took that quote. Um, <laughs> Nick Mullins from and 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 look, all right, last week we 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 lauded him. I, well, me in particular. Um, you know, I I I I, I heaped yeah, some praise. Yeah, yeah, you no, don't give me that. You we we stop speaking French. <laughs> I had no I had no part of that. We stop I it. I heaped some praise on him just for the simple fact that. Uh, you know, like he took some chances against the Giants, and that was a little bit refreshing considering the fact that Jimmy, this year at least, like he hadn't done that. Like everything kind of had to be neat and perfect for Jimmy to try to make a play. Uh, Mullis took t- took a chance last night on one, obviously got picked off. Um, but and and he was in, but I I mentioned that game against the Giants, like it wasn't pretty by no means was it pretty, right? But he just he just got it done. Uh, last night, not pretty at all, right? And he didn't get it done. But then to compound things, you add the turnovers, right? And and but he he never had it last night, like like at all. Like he like there were there were some instances here and there where okay he made a couple plays. There were there were there were a couple drives um put together that looked like oh okay wow this looks like the offense. But then there were other times where it was like okay you got a good drive going and then there's a turnover. Um, but I go back to the very first drive of the game. Like he's like he's missing guys, like wide open, and that told me right there, like he, like he just did not have it like last night. And and I, I, some of the the guys that were calling the game last night, they were a little surprised that that CJ came in and replaced him late. I'm like, dude, this dude has not been really in. He hadn't really been here all night, you know. Like so, I I thought the I thought the switch to CJ um was warranted by Kyle, um, but. But Nick, he he was just off. Like he like he was off. He was off. Like there's no other, there's no two 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 ways about it. Like he like he just did not have it. And and it it started on the opening possession, and it continued kind of throughout the night where it was kind of like this kind of up and down thing. There was no consistency. Um, you can talk about the offensive line. You can talk about all these different things. Like I saw Kyle dial up some good stuff and Nick miss. I saw Nick have some time, but he couldn't get the ball out. Um, and I know the offensive line's getting killed today, and obviously they could have played a whole lot better. But I, I, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. I place a lot of this on Nick. Oh well, you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong at all. You, know, you look at what was you look at what was happening. With with that offensive line, um, yeah, was it tough? Yes, and, and our guys going to have some bad days. Yes, uh, did Trent Williams play his best game? No, and I know everyone's on Trent and, and trying to kill Trent. They are clobbering thank, thank, him right now. You know what? Thank goodness you have Trent. Did it, guess what, guys? Remember? Re, does anyone remember Joe Staley and Clowney last year? Yeah, that didn't work out very well. That, that didn't work out very well, did it? Even really good players are going to have a bad day. Now, what you don't want to do is compound that with everybody else stinking it up. And then at the quarterback position, you know, Nick, last week, what did I say about Nick when you were when you and the rest of the world was saying you don't need Garoppolo? Well, whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. The rest of the world, did. yeah. When everyone was saying that Jimmy's overpaid and Jimmy's not this, and it's all about Kyle and all this stuff, I said. 
what did I say? He did what he's supposed to do. He's, to do. he's the backup. You want guys on your team that can efficiently do the job when they come in, but pump your brakes. What did I say? Pump your brakes. There's a difference. There's a reason why he is not starting. Consistency, understanding the pressure, living up to that pressure, being able to thrive when that pressure, because it's always there. Are you feeling it? Are you applying it? When things go wrong, do you start feeling it or do you keep trying to apply it and push through it? We saw him. The expectations after all week long and everybody's talking about it. And when they're promoting the game, what do you see? You see Nick Mullins face all across the country. Guess what? There's yeah, the world's watching. What you got? What you got? I hear people talking about, hey, this is a money game. The world's watching. This dude's about to get paid if he plays this game. Guess what? You hear that, too. He heard it, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why. And that's what I keep trying to explain. The difference between being the starter and knowing that if you screw up, you're done. Your career could be over as opposed to being a backup. And if you play well, everybody loves you. And no one is more popular than the backup quarterback that has a good game. Because guess what happens? Nick Mullen goes and you stink it up. You know what happens? You go back to the bench. You're the backup again, just like he just did. But that's the reason why. So he did not play well. I agree. I saw Kyle dial up some things. That's why I'm not killing Kyle. I'm not going to kill him. I saw opening drive. He had some things drawn up. If you get that ball to juice, juice, you you, you may score on that particular play. Yeah. If you jump on Philly from the start, like I said, I thought that was one of the keys to get on them early and let a bad team know not today. If you get that, and that's what Kyle was trying to do, get it going. First, first throw, easy rhythm throw. Let's let you get the fake throw, the slant, the same one you threw all last week. You almost threw it away. Then you miss juice. You waste that drive. Not only do you waste those drives, that's why I was like, what the hell? I tweeted, what the hell, when he did that. And everyone was like, oh, it's just the first drive. That's what I was getting. Well, you don't realize that those, you don't get that setters. big play back. Yeah, that's yeah. a tone setter. And yeah. you don't get that back. Guess what? You had it. Kyle drew it up. It was there perfectly. He was lonely. Juice was running butt naked down the field. There was no one within 10 yards of him, and you missed it. So you don't get that opportunity back, and that's the thing that, that the backup, you, you can't do. That, that guy, if you're that guy, you got to make that throw. You, you just have to, and I know you're human. Everyone makes mistakes. I played corner. Yes, I gave up touchdowns. All, all these things happen. But guess what? There are certain times where you have to make that particular play because it matters that much to the game. And he had to make that play. Everything was set up. He didn't do his job. And that was one of the things that affected it. And I think the quarterback play more so than anything else is a major, major reason why. We can get into other aspects, offensive line play. It wasn't their best day. It, it no, wasn't their best day. Like they, they, but gave that, up, but that, they gave but up also, five sacks, but I, I don't but even you, know that all those sacks are on them. But but hold up. Also, remember that that wasn't – we discussed it. It's not like that off that defensive line sucks. That defensive line got eight sacks the week before. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, very true. We talked about that. That, def- that, that defensive front is really good. It's really good. And they, they But they got their butt they, – they have to play better than that. They got their butts handed to them. They couldn't run the ball. Um, uh, the ball wasn't coming out. Uh, there was nothing going on. 
and they, they, there was no fear factor. There was no fear factor. Guys just started to crowd the line of scrimmage. Nothing was happening. And then the ball just started getting thrown to the wrong colored jerseys. So it was, it was a bad day across the board. But, but this is, this is how I'm going to end this one. Um, it's two and two. And, and your guys are starting to come back. You survived it. And I said, you know, you and I talked about it. If, if we had, if, if, you had told someone that all of those injuries were going to occur. No Nick Bosa, no D Ford, uh, Greenlaw's gone. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, all these guys, um, all these guys are gone and you had an opportunity to be three and one, but you're two and two. You probably take it. You probably take I, it. Yeah. I would actually take it. If you, you had, if you had told me, if you had told me week one, you're you, you don't get Nick Bosa. You you don't have D four. You don't Kittle, have Sherm. Kittle misses two games. You're you're not gonna have Kittle for two games. Um, I I, I you're not gonna have Garoppolo. I I kind of would take it. I'd take it. So that's the thing about it. So I'm I am not on this. They suck and the season is over. What I am on is right now refocus. Um, rededicate figure out what what matters what you have to do as an individual to get it fixed moving forward because you're not a good football team right now you have very good roster it's a very good roster a good roster doesn't make a good football team the Niners are playing inconsistent ball you so you are a bad football team right now and I'll say that because you're a 500 club 500 is bad you're, you're a bad football club right now so fix it you and I had a discussion, remember? I think we talked about it. I don't know if it was on the pod or the pod after the pod or whatever. When we talked about Philly, Philly was the team that in, in 94. Philly, Philly is the team that made us win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that, team, that team came in and kicked they our beat, butts. They beat, yeah, they beat you. Yeah. And they, they made us, they made us look at when no yelling, screaming, or anything. We got our butts kicked 40 to 8 at home. And we just, there was no yelling, no screaming, no speeches from the coaches, from the players, no throwing trash cans. And it was, dude, it was crickets. It was quiet. It was quiet. It was like always after the game, we'd walk in and Eddie D would always be there to hug us when we walked in. And he gave us a hug like always. He didn't yell. He didn't scream. There were times where he'd be mad. It's a, there was nothing. Same old hug. Everything was there. We, we walked in. You, you shower. You move on. You. Um, we all looked at one another like never again, man. Like like never never again will I be a part of that type of embarrassment. Never again will I not uh, do what's necessary to make certain that this feeling doesn't come back to this locker room. Never again will I let something go by. Not that I had before. But I was going to make certain that I didn't moving forward. Hopefully, you know what? This is their Philly. Yeah. Ho- ho- yeah. This we, is we, this is this is what hope. does it. We can only hope. Niners obviously yeah. got a lot of things to clean up. Um, as far as cleaning up, all, always got to be clean. Keep your hands clean. Wash your hands all the time. Sanitize your hands uh, if you can. And, and Handy Sanitizer has some great products for you be, to be able to do so uh, during this time. Um, Ed. Tell us a little bit yeah. about Handy. 
Well, it's a multi-use. You, I mean, you just described it perfectly. Multi-use sanitizing spray that can be put onto anything, anything. I mean, on your hands, on your cell phones, on your steering wheels, doorknobs. Um, they come in re refillable glass bottles that are good for your wallet and also good for the world, you know, because you don't have to worry about the plastic bottles going in to the ocean and the turtles getting them and all of those type things. Uh, very strong, 75% alcohol. FDA says it only has to be 60%. They wanted to make it stronger, but it's a nice, refreshing spray. Evaporates perfectly. It's not that, that gooky, messy um, that messy, gross, slimy stuff that most of the competitors have comes in a portable bottle, one ounce size, pocket size that I really like because you can keep that one with you all the time with all, you know, with what's happening in the world right now. Also in, a, in an eight ounce size, eight ounce and two ounce. So you can go to handysanitizer.co and use the promo code ED for 10% off. That is handy. Sanitizer, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co. Use the code ED for 10% off. Handy. It feels good to be clean. A um, couple of things that were a little concerning to me. Well, first, CJ, CJ came in. CJ Beathard came in off the bench. Yeah. Thought he played well, but he also took that with a grain of salt for the simple fact that uh, everything was was tempo, right? He was running two minute offense the whole time he was in there. Um, that yeah. said, uh, he did a good job of taking what the defense gave him. Defense obviously giving him everything, you know, in the middle of the field, right? There were times where I thought on the boundary guys could have gotten out of bounds, um, but that whole first drive, CJ let him down to a touchdown. Like nobody got out of bounds. I thought the clock management there was somewhat poor. Um, really put them in a bind when when they tried to to tried to uh, to come back at the end. Also, the onside kick, I didn't get that. Um, I, I was with Chris Chris Collins wanted to call the game in, in the sense that why don't you kick the ball out of the back of the end zone? That way, you know, no time runs off. You still get to use that the the two minute warning as an additional timeout. I didn't understand the whole onside kick thing. What, what did you think about that? I didn't understand that one either. Um, but, but you, I, I, I think you're killing the lead on this one though. You really do. You're burying the lead. <laughs> uh, no, you're burying the lead because everyone keeps skipping over this. And, and I, I, I love Kittle. I think we all are happy Kittle's on our squad. Kittle, you got to check, you got to catch that two point conversion. What? You got to catch that. See, I, it, there's too much that, on the line. Was that on him? Was that on him? That it was on his hands. Well, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell if the ball had got deflected or not. No, the ball didn't get deflected. That ball was on his hand. That ball okay. was on his hand. Well, the, other, the other thing was I thought CJ was going to run it. Well, CJ should have run it. But and he, and he I think he, listening he, to what Kittle said after the game, it sounded like he felt that CJ was going to run it too. I, well, you know what? But he threw it to him. Catch the ball. Catch the damn ball, Kittle. Yeah, catch that, the damn ball. That, well, I, I, okay. Catch. I don't care. You, you can't catch the ones that don't come to you. But the ones that come to you, you got to catch the damn ball. The game's on the line. Catch that ball. You are the all pro. You are the highest paid freaking tight end on planet Earth. Catch the damn ball. I, That's I, what you I, got paid for to make those plays. You're not you. I'm sorry. Your norm is no longer the average play. Your norm, your standard is the great play. You have shown it. We expect it. You are paid to do it. You catch that damn ball. I don't care if it's tough. You got to make that catch. I don't care if you thought he was going to run it. Yes, he should have run it. He could have run it in, but he didn't. 
He that's that's why he's the third quarterback. Okay, <laughs> understand that you are the first tight end. You are the first tight end on planet Earth. Team Earth first tight end, all pro tight end. Okay, that that's it. Not not the 49ers, Team Earth. You're the best tight end on planet Earth. They pay you to be that. You got to catch that. You got to catch that. I'm not I'm not getting on CJ for that. I'm not. He he should yes, yes, he should have run the ball. I also understand he's not accustomed to being in those situations. He is the third freaking quarterback. He's not a, he's that's not I'm not going to put it on him. The best tight end on planet Earth, you catch that ball because now it's a whole different game. You're kicking a field goal at the end. It changes everything. It, maybe it, you should, it maybe change it changes everything. maybe it changes the mindset of the coaching staff. Maybe it does because maybe they were like, well, you know what? With our quarterback play right now, I I don't think we're going to be able to drive the length of the field and score. We got to get a short field right here. You, you know, who knows what happens when you're playing that game? So back. So Kittle, catch the ball. Um, The run game. I The run game looked a lot better than – I was anticipating going into this one. Um, I know Kyle is interesting. Like, I, I had concerns about the running game coming in. Kyle wasn't very pleased with the running game. I mean, he kind of said it was just okay. I know you had mentioned earlier in our show that, that you didn't really think much of the running game either. Um, 20, 20 carries, 116 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, but that's a little weighted when you consider – that touchdown by B.A., which I'd rather just spend this entire pod talking about how B.A. made uh, the, the, the field of, of, of genes his very own Olympic trial and got into <laughs> the end zone and, 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 and celebrating the Niners win instead. I like him. Um, that that, that kind of gets buried. But that that actually uh, counted as a run. Um, so that, which it should. Yeah, can, so, can I tell you something? So you take uh, 38, enti- yards, take 38 Dude, yards away from that. But hold on. My entire career, my entire freaking career, I complained about that. Well, we would play these guys, and they're killing our stats. Because, you know, you have money and all types of things. DB's uh, coaches have jobs tied to this stuff about, you know, your rankings and things like that. And a screen. I'm like, how the hell does that count as a pass? He threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And they they would charge that against us. Like, I can't defend that. I'm glad they. it should be a run. It should be. Because that's what it is. It's a long handoff. There's not a DB on planet Earth that could have defended him catching the ball. Right? You can't. It's defensible. If the guy's catching the ball behind the line of scrimmage, you know, no one is going to play that. So it should be a run. But Wait, so what, to, what do you think about the running game? Um, the running game, um, that's where you got, got here going. I I um because originally I, I was more concerned about it than than you were. Um and last night I didn't I didn't think it was bad. Like I yeah, I said that's it. I don't think it was bad. I think I think they were committed to it. You said twenty something runs. Um, you got over. It, 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 it ended up being nineteen. If you take a, take out BA's run, it ended up being nineteen well, for seventy eight. But you still can't. But you can't take it out because that. Well, like I said, that's a long handoff. That's the way they run. We've talked about the running game. And what did I say before? You're going to use. You're going to get a ball the jet. You're going to give it to your wide receivers on the jet sweeps and, and screens. They haven't, they haven't we had this discussion? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they're doing. And you're getting over 100 yards um, on the ground that way. So I'm not concerned about the run game. I, I, and I, and I, because I felt like Kyle would be uh, inventive enough to find ways to get the ball to the playmakers' hands and space to where they can do it. And they're still doing it. So the run game is not, not an issue. Now, 
what you're not getting are the long, flashy 30-yard touchdowns, 40-yard runs and all that. So maybe that's why they're freaking out because you're not getting that. But that's keeping the defense – I mean, that's that's tough when you're worrying about all – like, is B.A. about to get the ball? Is um, Debo about to get the ball? Are you going is, – is is Jet getting the ball? That That's a lot for linebackers to think about with all that misdirection. I mean, you know, he's turned around. He's handing the ball off to Kittle. All of these things are happening. I'm okay with the run game right now. I don't I don't think that was the issue. That that that, that was not the issue last night. I'm let's end of day, take away a pick six. You okay. Yeah, well, I mean, Mullins three turnovers, fourteen points off turnovers. You know how I feel about turnovers, right? You gotta get seven yeah. you gotta get seven out of them, right? Both time are Two of the three times the Eagles get seven out of them. The Niners force a turnover, right? They go three and out, right? If yeah. they turn that into seven, even with the pick six and all that, they still win this game. Um, you talked about Debo. He came back. It, it was great to see his smile out there, right, after he was making big plays. And you just see the, the joy and excitement um, that he brings uh, to the game and brings to this team. Um, a lot to clean up between now and Sunday. They got Miami coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously a game you should win. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not, a, not, Niner, not an easy one. Not, yeah, not, not an easy one. Not an easy one. Not, well coached team. Niners get a break with the Cardinals losing, but they lose as well, so they still uh wind up uh in in the cellar uh of the NFC West. Um, yeah, man, the turnovers, man, you gotta you you gotta take advantage of them. This is an Eagles team that didn't have one takeaway coming into the game, and they got three of them. And they uh, got three. Well, you yeah. know what? What did what did I say before? about this because first of all the nfc east and all their teams they're garbage right now yeah and that and then and what did i say you cannot be a get right squad you can't be the get right game that's what we talked about during the uh dur- dur- didn't during, i say that we, yeah we, we talked about during the yep. dur- during the last pot um yeah i was like like the, the one thing you do not want to do you you do not want to be viewed as the get right team because guess what that's why i said now think about miami like you said you should win this one Miami is looking at the Niners as a get-right squad. Yeah. Like that's that's what you're doing. Like, okay, we can we can get things going right here. Yeah. I guarantee you, their coaching staff, their coaching staff is going to walk into the meeting room on Wednesday when they start putting in when they start their install, and they're going to be like, guys, these these boys are right. They are right for picking right now. I guarantee you, I've been there. I've been there. And you you can't you cannot. That's why I say the fear factor is gone right now. So you can't be anyone's get right squad. You got to make up your mind. Make up your mind that Philly Philly was rock bottom, and you're never going back there. And it's time to climb out of the hole. Yeah. So Niners uh, 0-2 at home uh, this season. 2-2 through that first quadrant of the season. 2-2 looks a whole lot different than 3-1, which we talked about. Um, and and Greg Papa kind of alluded to to this as well in the sense of what this Eagles team was going to be coming in. We talked about that defensive line. We saw how stellar they were. Talked about Carson Wentz, who um, we didn't really talk about him much, but I thought he was – I thought he did enough. And he, he, he did some things that um, – I know you've been high on him. I have not been high on Carson Wentz. But he one of, one of, one of the rare times I saw him and actually been impressed. Um, but he can he can play. It's just yeah. a question of what they have him doing and what they're asking him to do. And 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 some I can't remember who tweeted this to me. They were like, um, now Carson Wentz is a running quarterback because I was saying something about that being the Niners' kryptonite. This defense is kryptonite yeah. running quarterbacks. And they were like, oh, so Carson Wentz is a running quarterback. When did he become a running quarterback? Always. 
<laughs> I got I'm trying to tell you, I, I've, I've seen this dude all the way since he was a freshman in college. Always. Yeah, and, and Papa Papa hit it right on the head where he's got he's he's very Rothless Burger esque in a sense that he's just so difficult to get down. Niners got to him three times, but still he's difficult to get down. And plus, he's a big he, dude, he, he's, man, yeah. and, and he's more athletic, um, and and he has more escapability than a Rothless Burger. With Rothless Burger in the pocket, he'll just keep plays alive. Uh, Wentz can get outside the pocket and and keep plays alive, or even make something happen with his feet, which he showed uh, against this Niners defense. So, um. Niners got to figure it out. Still no word if, if Jimmy G is going to be the quarterback or not, if he's going to be back in there. Um, but as you said, you know, they're starting to get some guys back. They did lose a guy in Ziggy Ansa. Kyle says he thinks it's probably going to be season-ending uh, injury. It's a biceps injury, uh, if I read that correctly. Um, so, you know, you, you you got a guy that goes down with an injury, then you replace the guy, and then that guy goes down with a season-ending injury goes as down. well. So, um, so that's tough. I'm going to tell, uh, tell Ziggy to call. We need Ziggy playing. Tell him to call Ken Norton. Ken Norton played. Played a whole played a season whole with, season, right? Yeah, yeah. With the yeah. bicep out, yeah. Just, that, hey man, take my ass for two. Come on, man, <laughs> take my ass for two. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> that's, that's 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 what we should tell the guys, man. Take my ass for two. Shut up. Nobody care. You hurt. Nobody care. Take my ass for two. Let's get back on the field. So we'll be back later in the week to preview the Miami game. Delta, uh, I hope you enjoyed this one as well as the rest of you out there. Appreciate all your support as always. We reached a new milestone. Uh, last month, so we continue. We we appreciate your continued support of this pod and continuing to get the word out and, and telling people um, as we continue to keep trying to grow this thing here, year two of the Believe in 49ers podcast. So, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. We will see y'all later this week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.